0: Hello, good evening everyone, good night, welcome to another episode of Tips and Beats. I am your host Wangeshi, I hope you guys have been well. I've used those specific greetings because for one, I am doing this recording at night which is something I have totally never done before. I don't know how it's going to be but I hope my message will be conveyed Secondly, I am using a different recording space, so probably the audio might be a bit different, echoes, but I'll try my best. So today, today is a very interesting day, actually. I am excited (laughs) about today's content. It is something very nice, very eye-opening, very educative. When I actually came across uh, this somewhere, I remembered there was a time this specific thought crossed my mind but then I didn't really pay much attention to it to realize the impact that it had so today I am promising you something very I don't know about you but for me it's, it is very exciting you know knowledge for me knowledge excites me like on another level I'd say I am um, what is it we call these people who are sapiosexuals yes i'm a sapiosexual intelligence attract is attractive to me knowledge you know i hope i got that right if it's not a sapiosexual please do not hold it against me i don't know what i'm saying but i'm not sure but i'm sure it is something along those uh, along that line so yeah we will be comparing two things um i don't want to say what they are right now because I want you guys to (laughs) continue listening in to me but anyway I'm kidding. Today we are going to be discussing the difference between complacency and contentment. I know you've probably come across these terms at one point in your life. You probably know the meaning of one not the other. probably know the meaning of both but yeah we are going to have I look at both of them, differentiate the two, what they are, how they affect our daily lives and how we can be able to improve. Actually, my uh, our our discussion for today is going to be based off of the statement that says, are you willing to do something or do you want to watch things happen? You know, like, do you want to do things or do you just want to sit back and watch things happened so stay tuned for more right so let us dig in right into it before i begin yes i have confirmed that the word is sapiosexual although i will say mine is like you know an asexual attraction to intelligence but generally i am attracted to intelligence and intelligent people there isn't another word that best describes that so that's why i've used the word sapiosexual. so yeah i am sure i am a sapiosexual, right so contentment versus complacency so what is the meaning of being content and what is the meaning of being complacent I think most of us, if not all of us, are more familiar with being content or the word contentment. And I am going to refer here to my short notes. Yes, I always make short notes for my content. It is important. Hey, important. Oh my God. <sighs> Recording episodes at night. Anyway, it is important to always plan um you know just having a point of reference to be able to arrange your speech you know your point of talking so yeah that's good public speaking okay so contentment um from the oxford dictionary definition of contentment it is a state of happiness and satisfaction right when you're content Generally, you're happy about your life, you're happy with what you have, you're happy with the way things are. It is also a state of accepting the reality of situations that you cannot change without complaint or resentment, right? so in other words we're saying contentment or being content is a good thing right because when we are content we have that inner peaceful happiness you know like genuine happiness from the inside we are not just faking it from the outside we are generally happy um, from the inside acceptance of this moment like the here and now whether it is good or bad, you are happy and content. Your mind and body are also relaxed and engaged. You know, there are times where you find yourself um, in a situation, maybe you're in a public setting or wherever you are, you're just present in your body, but your mind is elsewhere. You know, your mind is wandering off. Maybe you're in class, you're in a meeting or wherever you are, you find that your mind and your body are not in sync right i hope that's uh it's a thing so and then complacency so complacency according to here it is a smug and critical satisfaction with oneself or one's achievements right and they say uncritical because you have not really criticized your situation you've not analyzed why things are the way they are so complacent people are just satisfied with how things are and they have little to no motivation to improve them they often feel powerless they often um tend to take the aspect of being the victim right so you're that kind of a person who always says um i am not satisfied with with how things are right now definitely but I have just accepted and I am not willing to do anything to change, right? These are the people who say, um, let it be the way it's going to be. I am not going to do anything about it. Or they say that even if I do anything or even if I try, it still won't change the outcome another major difference content people are actually interested or they actually mind about the process and the end result of how things will be complacent people on the other hand they do not care about the process nor the end result complacent people they literally refuse to take responsibility of some of the things that they have control over say for instance you want to improve your lifestyle right you want to start changing your diet you want to start changing how you live your life a complacent person will be like even if i go to the gym even if i work hard if my body is supposed to be like this genetically there's no need of me to even try right so you've already given up you've not even tried and then you failed A content person, on the other hand, will be like, um, I know that sometimes I do not have a control over how things will be, right? But at least you try. You know, like we said initially, content people are those people who have what? They have accepted the reality of situations that you know you cannot change without complaint or resentment. However, content people, they always try. You know, they have that belief that trying is better than just not doing anything. Another thing about contentment and complacency is circumstances. Content people do not allow circumstances to control or steal their joy. Their joy, in other words, right? They are people who accept They just accept the way things are. But the difference comes in here, listen closely. Complacent people, on the other hand, have allowed circumstances to rule their life, which prevents them from moving forward. In other words, complacent people settle for the status quo, whereas content people accept situations as they are. I know they are almost similar, but there's a difference. That's why we said in the beginning that there's a very fine line between contentment and complacency. Often we are complacent more than content because it is contentment is actually harder than it sounds. You know, complacency is simpler because, like in uh, the lives we are living today, circumstances around us, there are things we totally truly have no control over however we have chosen to settle for these situations or these circumstances without even trying so we've ended up being more complacent than content Let me give a practical example. Say you have been trying to um, improve your grades in school, for instance, right? So we're going to have two scenarios where we're going to see the difference between a content person and a complacent person. So a complacent person will say... um, Say maybe you have a history in your family. People don't do well in a certain subject. So the same case is happening to you, right? So what do you do? You're going to say, even if I try as hard as I can, there's no way I am going to improve this grade that I have, right? Say maybe you even, even... Let's not even look at it in that way. Say maybe you have a B, you want to get an A. A complacent person will say like you're just settling on that grid and you don't know that you have the ability to do better than you're doing right now right but what about a content person a content person is that person who gives their best right is willing to do each and everything to try and improve themselves Sorry, but even if they do not get their desired result they still accept right so the difference is the complacent person just accepted without even trying to improve the content person tried to improve didn't get the desired result but is still content and happy about it and more often than not complacent people despite getting good result or similar result with content people the former which are the complacent people they are not happy as the content people are right there's always this illustration Um, that is given we have three different positions so one is in position one and the other one is in position three but the guy or the person in position three is celebrating more than the person in maybe position one or two For me, I will give that as an example of a content and a complacent person. Because again, we said complacent people, they do not care about the process. But what about this person who is in position 3, who is celebrating more than the person who is in position 1? Because they are content. Inwardly, that they are happy. Probably This position one the points that they got they feel like they would have gotten more points, you know But they don't want to try they are just satisfied with Where they are and they believe most of us are here, you know, maybe you have a good job Even if it's not a good job at least it is a paying job, right? Maybe you are in a good school or you have a group of friends. They are not that those that good Maybe they don't really help you as much, but you have friends. You see, you're not even making the effort to try and change your situations. You have allowed your circumstances to buy you or to keep you in that particular situation. Say, for instance, it is your job. Um, A circumstance that may make you or prevent you from either shifting your job or doing something else will be what maybe one is location two can be what finances maybe three can be convenience right these are all but just basic circumstances things that we probably have some if not total or full control over so i'm going to share with you some of the strategies i feel can help you to be more content and less complacent number one is relaxation techniques what do i mean by relaxation techniques like breathe in and out we have often seen videos online i don't know if you guys maybe take these these things seriously but often i do like when you are stuck at crossroads or in a situation where you are not sure how to respond to it just taking A maximum of 20 seconds of your time. Just breathe in and out. Identify the situation that you are in. Why are you in that situation? How are you supposed to respond to that situation? But now in our case here, it is about identifying what you really want to do. Right? Maybe you have two conflicting things that you want to do. Both of them are good. So how you're going to respond to that situation is going to determine whether you're going to be content in the end Or you're just going to settle and be complacent So breathe in and out Really identify what exactly you want to do The second thing you need to do is you need to stand up and you need to stand up tall Right? If you have made a decision, stick to it No matter what. Remember we said content people are not ruled by circumstances. They do not allow circumstances to take control over their lives. And the third thing is you need to continue. Stay standing. Do not fumble at all. Look at your life right now. Is it aligned with the life that you really want? There is always this thing we say in psychology about the ideal self and the real self. The ideal self is that kind of a person you would like to be. The person you see yourself being in future. And then there's the real self, which is the person you are right now. So if you already know what you want or you already know how you want to achieve it, then look at your life. You know, try and mirror both of them. Your ideal self and your real self. Is the life you're living right now going to lead you to the life that you want to have in future? And then the next step, you need to write down the five baby steps that you can take towards the direction you want. More often than not, we, um, there's always a conflict between the ideal self and the real self. It is okay, it is normal. Because um, people who are their ideal selves, I tend to believe, are people who have almost or have actually self-actualized. Right, there's that um pyramid of needs by Abraham Maslow, and at the topmost we have the self-actualization. So everybody you know life is a journey, nobody is perfect, mistakes are everywhere, but once you identify the mistakes. Want to identify what is barring you from living the life that you actually want to live. Then you now take the step to try and change. And then number five is to keep an open mind. Because you may have a plan for your life or for something that you want to do, but something else comes in the middle. Right, So you always need to have an open mind Always be open to change and circumstances Because change again is what? Inevitable Remember, content people are people who have accepted the reality of situations without complaining Right, Keep an open mind Don't say it is A and have it as A until the end Probably B or D is better than your option which is A Now, I am going to try and bring in a biblical um, evaluation of this situation because... Um, from just uh, the normal or the layman understanding of contentment and complacency, there is a deeper meaning. Remember in the beginning I gave the example of a proverb. When you hear a proverb, there is the, your basic understanding of what that proverb says and then there is the deeper meaning of that specific proverb. So now when it comes to contentment versus complacency in a biblical version, we are going to have two distinct differences. Number one, if God is in control, right, I just need to accept what he gives me and be content. That is contentment speaking. Complacency on the other hand, if God is in control, it doesn't matter what I do. I'll just sit back and let it happen. So both of them, they almost sound the same. Because the content person believes that what? That God is in control and that they are going to be given the strength. But the complacent person is saying what? They both agree that God is in control. However, the complacent person is saying that regardless of whatever they do, they'll just have to sit back and let it happen because a, a, a what? A supreme being is in control allow me to quote a verse of the bible philippians 4 11 to 13 and it says not that i am speaking of being in need for i have learned in whatever situation i am to be content this is paul speaking eh? i know how to be brought low and i know how to abound in any and every circumstance i have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger abundance and need i can do all things through him who strengthens me right so this is paul paul uh, in his letter to the philippians he was trying to show people the importance of being content in all situations however there's one thing we get from this contentment according to the scripture it is being able to identify or learning to accept that trials pain and suffering are all part of our lives and they each can be used to teach us to make us strong and deepen our dependency on God, right? From that scripture, Paul says that in all circumstances, he learned how to do what, how to be content. He learned how to face plenty, hunger, abundance, and need. But in all situations, he was content and grateful. Complacency, on the other hand, in reference to that scripture, is, looks like waiting for life to change without hope that it actually will you know complacent people they only put their trust in god knowing he will provide strength for change however even as you even go through the scripture god always tells us that faith without action is what is dead the same way you pray you don't just pray and sit yes we do but you know you try right and in as much as you're trying you still believe that god is in control so whichever outcome you have you are content with it a complacent person on the other hand is someone who's going to just pray and sit on their prayers like you're not doing anything to try and help yourself even god said he does not want people who follow him to be foolish right don't be a fool don't just sit and wait for miracles to happen go there out and try to make things happen keeping in mind that what god is in control you know stop ignoring the signs that god has given you or sit back and watch life happen you know that is being complacent don't let circumstances overwhelm and control your life I know that we do not have control over each and everything that happens in our lives. But let us try. You know, a little effort goes a long way. It is better to try and fail than never to try at all. Right? And more often, it is very confusing. Because for you to be able to say that you are in a a state of complacency, you probably have things going well for you. But not to the best. So you've just settled with what you have however what about when you're feeling content you know paul in the bible says he had times where he faced abundance and need there are times where he had plenty and hunger but in both circumstances he still tried he still appreciated the outcome of what he had so maybe we can say for complacent people they are more lazy than hardworking or if they are hard workers they don't work smart <laughs> i don't know if that makes sense right so maybe try and evaluate yourself today if today you feel stuck in whichever situation whether you have a difficult situation whether you find yourself at a crossroads try to take time and consider why why am i here You know, what did I do wrong? What didn't I do right? Why am I... Probably you might even be the reason as to why you're not improving. You know, you never know. You're just complacent. In other words, we are being told complacent might to some extent be toxic. It is actually a vice. And like I said, contentment is not easy. Complacency is simpler. Again, contentment is is um i can say it is complex because as we have seen the two of them are almost similar right the difference is very minimal if at all it is there and very few people i believe are content I don't know. Maybe from today, you're going to change your view on what being complacent is or what being content is. Personally, for me, I can say, for most of the times, I have been complacent. I didn't know, right? Knowledge is power. (laughs) But now that I know, I am going to really try and you know solve situations or maybe try and come up with better ways of doing things which is why i said from the beginning of this episode are you willing to do things or do you just want or do you just want to watch things happen and often people who watch things happen are the ones who are now worried of why are things going or happening the way that they are That's why I'm saying, take an evaluation of your life. Try and ask yourself, why am I here today, right? Why are things not going my way? What have I done? What have I not done? You will probably find that you are the reason behind why you are who you are today. So my dear friends who are out there listening to me, will you wisely accept or will you foolishly settle? That's the million dollar question. Thank you so much for tuning in. I have specifically been touched by this topic. I swear. I don't know. I hope it's going to also touch someone out there. And yeah, until we meet again in my next episode, I am sending you guys lots of love and light. Be wise. Be content. Don't be complacent. Don't be foolish. Be wise. (laughs) Goodbye.